everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast, where I share tips on being an influencer, running your business, as well as tips on traveling, fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and home. Today, I'm actually here with another episode on influencer and creator tips, specifically talking about something that is not used as often as it should be in the creator space, and that is Google Web Stories. So Google Web Stories, for those who don't know, is a basically a product or a tool or sometimes social media. I'm not really sure how you can really explain it. Kind of if you're used to Pinterest idea pins, it's basically like an idea pin that is more visual um, and creates more of a story. So Google launched what they call is their web stories in 2018. And it was this platform that kind of shared content in a unique way that is unique to Google and it allowed creators to reach a broader audience. And then as they grew and more people started kind of getting onto it, um, in September of about 2020, the Google, Google them, um, they went and basically allowed WordPress to connect to web stories. So they created this plugin to basically allow you to kind of create these web stories in tandem with your blog posts, which then allows you to kind of share them out further, um, use the same, um, use the same photos and also integrate them into your blog posts for another way of sharing content out. So to kind of start getting into why you should be using Google web stories and the best way to use them to grow your traffic. Let's start with just understanding what Google web stories are. So they are basically like these tappable pages. So again, if you're used to the idea pins or familiar with Pinterest idea pins, or even if you're thinking about stories on Instagram, you tap through and you have these pages that you're seeing. So on with these Google web stories, it's kind of that same idea. Um, there's these tappable pages, but what's different about them is that you, they can be shared and embedded almost anywhere. Um, and it doesn't really disappear after a certain amount of time. Like Instagram stories, they disappear. Um, Pinterest idea pins, the, the thing with them that differs from Google web stories is with an idea pin, you can't put a link on it, but on Google web stories, you can put links to places. So you may have a part of a story that has links to blog posts or social media posts or a TikTok video, and you can link it directly to another. So you're able to share out more content on Google web stories versus how, again, with Instagram story, you can put a link, but it expires. Pinterest idea pin doesn't expire, but you can't link anything. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds with Google web stories um, when creating these. So Google Web Stories has multiple benefits and I've been using them myself. Um, And when I first started hearing about the benefits, I was kind of like, you know what? It's just another platform where creators can go and create other content and it's just something else to put on the list of the many things to do on a whole different platform that is limited to that platform. 
And at that point, I kind of convinced myself when I first heard about that I wasn't going to do it. Because, you know, between writing blog posts, between creating content for Instagram, for creating content for YouTube, for Pinterest, for TikTok, it was just so overwhelming. And it was just getting to that point where I was like, okay, you know, I could only do so much on so many platforms. But after a while, I convinced myself, you know, I need to try this platform out because I may see more benefits than I'm seeing in other platforms that I'm using. So Google Web Stories offers a lot of benefits, especially for bloggers. If you are a blogger, you need to get on Google Web Stories. If you have a business that's online, if you have a website of any sort and you're looking to get out more content or reach a new audience or expand and grow and get more views on what you're doing and what you're selling and who you are, you need to get on Google Web Stories because it's it's there's so many benefits and I want to get into them now. So one biggest thing is you can reach a new audience. Um, popular web stories are often found in Google Discover or Google search results. So because it's a Google product, Google is prioritizing those and they're putting them on this Google Discover platform, which a lot of people are on and use um, specifically for that or in you know, Google search results. I mean, when someone goes and looks for something, the first thing they wanna do is Google it. And with Google, you have Google web stories that pop up, you have popular blog posts that pop up, you have popular YouTube videos that pop up. But since there's not a lot of people on Google web stories, if your content is focused on a certain topic, you'll be prioritized because you have now, are, you're not competing with as many people. And I think because there's less competition, you're able to find success a little bit faster and broader on Google web stories. Besides reaching a new audience, you can also kind of create you know, valuable content that um, you can link to blog posts. So you're, you may have, maybe you created a travel, a travel guide and you kind of want to create a mini version of it. So you have this travel guide that is this long blog post that you've created and you want to get more views to it. Well, you create this kind of story for these Google web stories where it has the, the clickable aspects of it where it's showing different visuals and it's very visual based with less text. And then when they want, when you say, you know, find out more about this location or find out more about, you know, this certain aspect of the travel guide, you can keep linking to that blog post. So even what I do is I create a long extensive blog post on the travel destination I went to, and then I create a Google web story that has, you know, the multiple aspects of it or of top places to eat in this location top places to visit, um, where to stay. And then on each kind of page, I'll say read more. And it's basically a link that keeps linking back to that blog post. So no matter where someone's going in the web story, whenever they get to a section they want to find out more about, it's going to take them back to that blog post. If you're someone who is doing um, fashion, it's a great um, uh, tool to also be using because you can do a roundup of different, like, you know, summer, summer outfit ideas. And if you've done different blog posts or different outfits, you take that one, a photo from each of those different posts and you put it in this roundup on Google web stories. And at the bottom of each of the frames of the web stories, you can link to multiple posts. You can also link to affiliate linking. So again, if you are maybe doing a roundup on fashion, beauty, home, and you have an affiliate um, uh, platform that you're using, you're using you know, Shop LTK, Shop Style Collective, you're using Rakuten, you can link your affiliate links in there for the read more aspect. So you can link to blog posts through this you know, very engaging content. You can monetize with the affiliate marketing. So you're able to bring in more 
through this different this platform, this this new audience that you are reaching. And what happens is it also kind of helps to boost your analytics for your, your blog. So if you're someone who is looking to get more paid partnerships on blogs, because they're still out there, you know, brands are still wanting to do paid partnerships for, for blogs, is you're now able to connect those Google web stories to your Google analytics because it ties into your page views because it doesn't look at your Google web stories, especially if it's connected to WordPress as two separate entities. You're typically, you're, ten, you're basically still hosting it on your website. So if you have a domain, the Google web story still connects to your domain. So any view gets you paid views, unique views, to your Google Analytics, to your website analytics, which then boost your, your overall website. And then those are analytics you can pull down and show brands and say, I have you know hundreds of thousands of views that you're now boosting up from, from Google Web Stories that you maybe didn't have before. Um, before I was using Google Web Stories, I was you know averaging monthly around you know, eight to 9,000 uh, unique uh, views per month. And then I started using Google Web Stories and I was starting to get upwards of 15 to 20 to 25,000 uh, views per month, just from only publishing like two web stories at that point. So now that I've created so many more, it's now pushing my content further up and then it's driving more traffic back to my blog posts. So now that as I'm optimizing some of my SEO, optimizing some of my blog posts already existing and then creating these Google web stories in tandem, those blog posts are skyrocketing. And because I am now putting affiliate links, not only in the Google web story, but on the blog posts themselves, my affiliate marketing is just growing. I'm getting more affiliate commission. So there's like so much benefit that you can you can get from using Google Web Stories because it's pushing your other content. If you're someone who is on TikTok or you know you're really focusing on Instagram, you can link to your Instagram posts. So if you're linking to Instagram posts or TikTok videos or you know Instagram Reels, maybe put a snippet of the reel or TikTok video. You can integrate it into your your web story and then go want to see the full video. Click on this link and now you're leading them to something. You can use it for YouTube if you want them to see the full video. You put a video snippet of it in the story. If you want to see the full video, go watch it here. Google Web Stories allows you to connect to a, a bigger audience and send them out to your other content that you're looking to post. So if you're looking to build more views and you're looking to get there, you know I highly recommend starting with Google Web Stories. It's free, it doesn't cost you any money, um, it's a plugin you add, and basically you know the only way it could in any case call, like you know cause you money or you know cost you money, which is you know, not necessarily a bad thing is if it starts bringing in so many page views that you have to upgrade your um, hosting plan, which is a great thing because if you upgrade your hosting plan, your analytics are getting bigger and then you can, you can basically pitch yourself for, you know, higher rates for brand partnerships. You're increasing affiliate income. So it kind of starts paying for itself. It's a great return on investment from the fact that you have to pay for hosting. But Google Web Stories is free within itself. It's very simple to use, and it's basically allowing you to use content you're already creating in just a different manner. So you're probably thinking, okay, well, what what do I do? How do I get you know on the Google Web Stories? Well, if you already have a Google account, you're already partially there. So what you do if you're on WordPress, and I will say that if you are, if you don't have a website, it is easier to connect and use Google Web Stories with WordPress for from what I've heard, but 
I do think from my knowledge that you can go on Google Web Stories and they have their own platform where you can create it basically on their tool um, or their other third party tools that you can use. But I, I'm highly a big advocate of get a website, get a website, get a website. If you're solely on social media, that's great. Still get a website, have a blog, even if it's a small blog that you don't post on as often. It'll help you to drive traffic to your social media. And then in cases where social media goes down, we've seen it. You know, Facebook and Instagram went down for a day because of what's happening. You know, it's it's having glitches. You know, TikTok is probably on its way to there. Social media has controls, has limitations. Your website doesn't because you own it. So if you have a website or you're getting one, you have a website now for Google Web Stories, you download the Google Stories plugin, you fill out the information, it's pretty straightforward. You connect it to your Google Analytics and put in your branding and any monetization options that you're looking to turn on. Um, in Google Web Stories, there are a number of templates that you can use. I use the templates and then I just kind of make modifications to them all the time. Of course, you can go in and create your own. You, there's templates that people are making out there right now that you can buy from them on Etsy, uh, Creative Market, various platforms. But the templates on the system themselves is, is very good. Um, it's easy to manipulate. Um, once you kind of get a hold of the platform itself, you, you eventually find yourself going, okay, I can use this over and over again. Um, and then it has different types of page templates for whatever kind of content you're trying to make. So that has fashion focused templates. It has, um, you know, travel focused templates, lifestyle focused templates, you know, even technology focused templates, food focused templates. Um, and then, you know, you create your web story right on that platform, you add in a title, you add in kind of a meta description, and then you publish it and you can publish it and connect it and embed it into a blog post. You can publish it and just leave it out there. It automatically publishes to Google's system um, and it starts sharing it to that audience. Um, there, it, it just shares it out automatically. You can plug it in other places. There are so many, um, benefits from it once you've published it and you can kind of just watch it run like anything on the web though. You're not going to see, you know, day one, you're going to see thousands of, of views coming in, you know, like the web, it takes a minute to permeate, it has to get throughout the system. Um, my Google web stories, when I would post them, you know, it may take a week for me to start seeing views and then I start seeing them pop up further and further. And you have to consistently keep making them like anything else. I have Google web stories that are still doing great. Um, the views on them went down because it's not based on the season. So like, of course, you know, travel posts or travel web stories, well as travel posts do very well during travel seasons. If you're posting something for summer style, you're probably gonna get a lot of views during the spring and the spring, summer. You're probably not gonna get any views in the fall and winter. So do know that it's gonna fluctuate the same way as when people are searching for things, because that's where it's popping up. It's in the search. Um, when you're creating these web stories, still kind of use the same SEO aspects that you would use for a blog post, um, simply because that's how Google's still running the same kind of system. If you're looking at Google Analytics, it's still reading your Google stories the same way it would read a blog post or a web page or anything on the web. So make sure that you're you're adding metadata, you're adding a meta title, you're using a keyword, you are uh, making sure that your text is actually on the page and not just kind of in the image itself um, because Google can't read text in images if you didn't know that. So Google prefers images that it can read 
um, where like the text is on the page or the image is on the page with the alt tag versus like if the text is embedded in the image. So let me explain that again because it probably was very confusing. So if you have an image, it's better to put the text on the page. So say you're creating an Instagram story. Instead of you going to Canva and creating the story and then putting the image on in the Canva image, Canva image, and then downloading the image and it's embedded in the image and then you upload it into the story. Instead, you upload the image into the story and then put the text on there because now it can be read. Kind of like the tags. The same thing with any image on the web. You want to put images over top of it. So with Google Web Stories, put your image on the frame and then use the, the tools in Google Web Stories to then put text on top of it. It's just kind of how it, how it likes to operate. Uh, make sure your media is optimized, that it's you know not too large, where it's unreadable, that it's gonna slow down anything, especially if it's a video, um, and also make sure that you're putting your alt tags behind it. Um, you're, you wanna tell a story the same way you would tell a story in a book. Um, you know, you typically start with a title page, you kind of go through everything and then it ends and then close out. Um, I like to, what I do is a lot of my web stories is I'll start with a cover page, I'll put the content in in the, in the middle and then at the end, there'll be a closing out and it says, if you wanna read about other, you know, travel locations, about other fashion tips, here are other, um, other stories or blog posts you can read. And I'll link other blog posts or other stories to kind of keep driving everyone within in my web stories, within my blog posts, so they kind of stay within my content because the longer they stay within your content, the more views you're getting, you know, the best for you. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing to take out of these is, you know, start trying it out um, and and start monetizing it and, and use it to grow your platform. Now, if you're someone who's like, you know, I really wanna try this out, I really wanna do this, I wanna monetize, but I need to know the intricacies of how to run Google Web Stories, of how to run a website, how to run an influencer business. Um, I'm here to help you. So right now, what is open right now, open for enrollment is my course, The Influencer Biz. The Influencer Biz is a self-paced course. It's a course where you can sign up and you can take the course over whatever span of time that needs to take you. If you are able to get through within two months, great. Takes you a year to get through it, great. Takes you two years to get through it, you know, that's up to you. It depends on how much time you're putting it into it. But it's self-paced based off of you. Um, you go through every every video um, lesson, every template based off of your time and how much time you allow in the day. If you only have 15 minutes in the day, it's that's still enough to get through, you know, some content and keep growing. And in this course, the influencer biz, I'm not only teaching you how to monetize in Google Web Stories. I'm teaching you how to monetize your blog, how to monetize your social media channels. I'm teaching you how to build your brand, how to build your community, how to get page views, how to get views on stories, how to get more followers. I'm also teaching you the business aspects of it, um, productivity. I'm teaching you financial. Um, strategy and budgeting and tracking those finances. I'm teaching you legal, how to understand legal contracts, how to write legal as a an influencer for your own your own use. I'm teaching you how to hire people. I'm teaching you how to find contacts to pitch, how to pitch those contacts, how to secure those brand partnerships, how to get brand partnerships. I'm teaching you basically everything that it takes to be an influencer. And then as new tools and new ways of sharing content comes out, such as Google Web Stories, I'm adding those in constantly. So you have when you sign up for the influencer biz, 
as long as it takes you, you're in there with lifetime access, which means that as new things come out, I'm sharing new content and I'm putting it into that course so that I can teach you directly how to use it and how to grow your business using these new tools. So as I'm finding out, finding success in new platforms and new tools, I'm going to share that out to you. I recently put up in the course how to uh, get invites to New York Fashion Week. Coming soon, um, really soon, probably in the next couple of weeks, is how to monetize in Google Web Stories and how to grow your, um, your, your page views using Google Web Stories. I'm going to be sharing how to become a travel influencer when you've originally been a fashion, beauty, or lifestyle influencer. So this course is going, the course has a lot of great content. Um, and right now it is open for enrollment. There are two pricing plans, a one-time payment, a two-time payment. But I will say that this course is only at this price for this initial opening. So if you're someone saying, you know, I really, really want to get into this course, but I'm not sure if it's right the time, this is the right time. Invest in yourself. I'm not saying that just because I'm trying to sell. I'm saying this because I'm, I'm telling you that the next time that enrollment comes around, the price will be higher. And it's going to be one of those things going, well, now it's a little bit too high. I should have paid into it. And then you're going to start seeing all these other people who are saying, I bought into this course and I did great. And I've learned all of these things. You're like, you know, now I need to get in there, but now I'm paying more money. Can you give me a discount? And I'm going to be like, well, you should have bought it in the first part, in the first time. So make sure you enroll in the influencer biz. You can find the course to enroll and sign up now at livinglesh.com slash influencer dash biz. You can search the influencer biz by living lesh on, um, on, on Google. You can go and you can, um, you know, find various ways to, to find me on Instagram, living lesh, which will connect to the influencer biz. You could also go on Instagram and go into the influencer university, which I'm providing free tips there and then special discounts for the influencer biz course. So that's my little spiel at the end, but I hope you found valuable content and understanding what Google web stories is and how it can benefit you and why you should be on it. Um, if you have any questions about Google web stories that I can quickly answer for you again, reach out to me on Instagram, um, on the influencer university page. It's the influencer university spelled out fully. Um, and you can find me there you can see more tips and make sure you find out, sign up for the influencer biz course. Thank you again for stopping by and listening to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. I hope you find a lot of value in it. Make sure you leave a positive rating on the That Lux Life podcast because it's going to help to grow and bring in great people to help give you great content for inter that interview. Um, and also, you know, leave a review, leave a, leave a, a five-star rating, make sure you're subscribed, and I will catch you next time.